pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, greetings and welcome back, KB Creatives, for another adventure of using the law of attraction for creating your most abundant, healthy, wealthy, happy, and joyous life. And I mean it when I say I am so glad to have you back with us today. Hey, if you'd like to receive a, an occasional text message of encouragement from me, text the word KINETIC to 844-844-0049. StephenKenyon.com is the website for all the upcoming events, just like our broadcast podcast workshop brunch coming up on June 26th. What? Along with some other resources. And also, look, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. Hey, and if you haven't already, <laughs> make sure you hit subscribe to uh, make sure you're being notified every time that we go live with a new episode of our podcast broadcast. Yes, yes, yes. All Delia. of that. Happy Friday. Orlando tickets are available for the podcast workshop brunch. By the way, it's they just happening. went online and they are available. They're Orlando. on sale now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I love Will Ferrell. Oh my Can goodness. I just say that there's a special place in that in my heart? What What was the name of the movie where he's he's sitting on the couch and he, I think and he, he said, like, "Mama, where's the meatloaf or meatloaf?" What was I think he? that was Wedding Crashers. And he's he's doing his little fist pump. The thing that I like, I usually you can't see this, but I'm usually doing the little fist pump. Like Will Ferrell, <laughs> right? When we're listening to the opening of our podcast and getting ready and that's, he's such a horrible a horrible person in that movie but that's why you love him right uh, well i'm just i'm seeing elf you know fist okay now elf that's couch. a different what a life hey let's go to universal studios tomorrow i am so excited i feel like it's christmas eve and tomorrow is christmas day what are we going to do what what's there now i don't have they've any added idea. quite a bit i'm excited about the jurassic park ride Jurassic Park. Yeah, let's do that. It looks really fun. It's a ride. It's oh, a ride, but it's like I, a... I saw that. You know, it's new, isn't it? If you, Do you really call those rides? I mean, I mean, you're just yes. going on the train. <laughs> yes, that is, for me, know. that is a ride. Not that <laughs> slingshot thing that we can see on the oh horizon off our balcony. I think I might, I think I would probably pass out. That's insane. You know, and I don't even think I'd pass out from fear. I just think all the blood would be sucked out of my head. It's it's lit up, guys. It's a slingshot. It's a slingshot, and they literally it's like a bungee jump slingshot, and you can see them shoot straight up into the. They must go a hundred yards straight straight up. Do you know anyone that would do that? No, you maybe. Would you? You wouldn't do that. No, I would. I'll do really great. I'll do roller coasters. I'll do almost any roller coaster. I will not do that stuff though. That slingshot, spin me around. I think I'd get sick. If I if I were if I if I decided that I was going to be an astronaut, I think I could probably step into the role of being slingshotted <laughs> up and bounce around a little bit. But I, you have for, to for I no reason. No, I don't think so. I think those are different types of human beings. I just think they have a little extra toggle. Some of us are insane <laughs> in their brains that <laughs> it's, it's, allows them to. to so do we'll that. do the Jurassic Park ride. If you can handle those rides, I want to know. Say something to us on Instagram. Is that where the Harry Potter ride is at Universal? Universal, as well? I think so. Are we going to do the Harry Potter ride? I don't ride? know. I think we do all of it, right? 
Okay. When in <laughs> I Rome, think we do too. When in Rome, when when at Universal, you. Hey, I'm looking at I'm looking at a a recent survey. I want to talk to you about for just a minute. A recent survey. It's a recent survey just out, and it says now get this: nearly half of Americans think that they are a better person than everybody else that they know. <laughs> Notice rest of the world, wherever you are, we're just talking about Americans right now. Okay, our Albanian friends are, they're not surprised. We do think kind of highly of ourselves from time to time. Yeah. Well, it says here, sure, it I says when, when researchers it. asked respondents how they would compare themselves to other people in their lives. Oh, just in their lives. In their, in their lives. People Get this. Know. It says 46% took it a step further. They weren't even asked to do this, but they just said, well, no, wait a minute, let's... Let's go a little let's bit further. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> this. this. Ad- admitting that in their eyes that they are better than everyone else they know. Oh, my God. All right. And then, it's kind of sad, but, and then looking at responses, it says here, by gender. Now, this is where it gets interesting. By gender. By gender. Female respondents were less likely to think of themselves as good. What? 67% versus 86% of men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that your commentary? <laughs> that, okay, I get it. Well, I mean, I get I, it. That's, <laughs> that's, it's too easy. <laughs> it's way too easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and hilarious. then um, what is it? it? Says more good? likely. And, and when you say good, I mean, I know you didn't. I don't know if you know. I mean, what did they describe that as? The opposite of good, good. being evil. No, I'm good. Sixty-seven percent versus eighty. Well, it's still over half, though, right? But I mean. Do women, do we think we're evil Well, they, they think of themselves as good, and it says, and more likely to believe that humanity is inherently bad. Wow. 20% of women say humanity is inherently bad. 4% of men. That's wild. I don't even know what to think about that, honestly. Well... I, there's th- their thoughts are just screaming through my head. Well, the only thing that I can, as a kinetic believer, I would say this: okay, that we, we are, of course, individuals. We are neither uh, good, good or bad. We are not better than anybody else. We're not worse than anybody else, and uh, we are a collective gallery of individuals, unique masterpiece works of art. All of us, no two are alike. No one is better or worse than the other. Each one to be loved as they are. I'm sitting here thinking, uh, you know, I don't think I'm better than everyone else. Just all the people that took that survey. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're, you're to listen today. Because oh, I, know, I know you're kidding, but that's so true. We're, that's really funny. Because there is no competition where there is no one oh, to judge. Wow. Wow, that's good. That's nice, right? Yeah. Off the hook, though. But in all seriousness, um, if I if so I ever... Funny. You're ridiculous. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Well, but whenever I do have a thought of being better than someone or, or worse than someone, I have to say that little voice of karma kicks in many times. And I always feel like if I'm looking at someone and I'm tempted to think I'm better than them, there's just something in me that really believes that that's going to cause me to fall on my face immediately. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm going to trip. I'm going to fall. <laughs> like that just, I stay away from that stuff, you know, sort of religiously. Cause I think that's a real thing. I think if you sort of start propping yourself up, you're, I mean, and I know, I know that's not the reason that you should be <laughs> not doing it, but that's how I think well, about it. Well, you, however you judge, you will be judged. Yes, you know, right? But yes. in, of course, now if somebody's sitting out there thinking that I don't think that I don't think that I'm better than anybody or worse than anybody, but I do think that humanity is inherently bad. 
Oh, uh, you that know what? That you, you don't get a pass. I don't have one. pet peeves, but if I did, it would be when people say, "Oh, that just restored my faith in humanity." <laughs> yeah, like, yes. like how condescending! You said, that, you said this to me the other day. I did, and I may have even said it on the podcast because it just hit me in a, in a new way recently. And it's, I mean, how condescending! How all oh, good? We have the approval of Megan. Right. Hu- humanity really cares what I think, but I just—that's a funny thing. I mean, what a what a grossly overreaching statement. Well, you can take all of those judgments and put them into one basket and. Toss it out the door. Can we please? Yeah. Hey, I want to say I want to say thank you to all of you listeners because you know what, uh, we would not be here today if it were not for all of you. Yeah. Joining us each mm-hmm. time that we broadcast another podcast. Yes. I mean, seriously, all all of you who who have been changing your lives through the power of kinetic belief mm-hmm. have truly made being a part of this extraordinary family, a positive, beautiful, happy community of such diverse people that each one of you is, to, to Megan and myself, you are a treat and you really are a blessing to us. And I just can't thank you guys enough. And I have to say that our listen, listeners are, they're just amazing to me. I mean, this is not a, a podcast for the faint hearted you know, you have to be willing. You have to be ready. You have to be, you know, have that level of, of, of self-awareness. Sometimes the, the, the reflection of yourself can, can hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And there's work that's being done. And pruning can be yeah. painful sometimes, right? Yeah. Our listeners are, are absolutely wildly intuitive. And they send in just the most um, highly intuitive and intelligent questions all the time. I mean, I just I love. But with love pruning, what, what comes next? Blossoming. Yes. And this abundant life. But, you know, now that we can have these podcast workshop events together, it is so exciting. And it is so heartwarming for us to now be able to come together in person. Mm, it's yes. been such, it seems like forever coming, especially after this past year. But we all hung in there. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, every single one of you KBs are really, whether you realize it or not, you're making a difference in the lives of people that you know that are around you. Yeah. I mean, kudos, really. The, the things that we are hearing, some of the stories we're hearing, you are light in the earth. And it may not look like it at first because, like I was saying, pruning can be painful. But believing the very best, thinking the best, only accepting the best and loving yourself with the respect you deserve and and the people around you with the respect they deserve being non-judgmental and that can be that can really be hard for a lot of people that don't roll that way naturally but they practice living life between the lines for people like that and their yes isn't necessarily yes and their no's aren't necessarily no but it is your allegiance and it's your faithfulness to mandating nothing but the best for yourself, which is having a profound effect on all those people around you that you love. And if it hasn't already, the substance of your kinetic belief is going to begin changing every circumstance in your life and to reflect your best expectations. And of course, you're living an example of love. And that's that, the, yeah. Well, regardless of circumstances, you know what? That never fails to attract your best life. That's the ultimate portrayal of what you're always telling us that, you know, if you want to change the world, we can do that by changing ourselves. And, and I just know that's what we're all doing as kinetic believers coming together in this consciousness. Absolutely. That's awesome. Did you know, did you know that life doesn't have to be difficult? <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't, everybody. Oh, 
Yeah. So, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be so freaking hard. That's good news, right? I mean, that sounds so nice. I think so it's nice. good news. And, and this is true regardless of whatever it is that you may be going through uh, and what may be going on in the world around you. Because life, it truly doesn't have to be difficult. Every time I talk about this, Meg, I hear from some people and they'll say things like, well, where have I missed this, Steve? You know, I'm, you're, you're saying, you're, you're defining it as one thing, but then, okay, where along the road of my life did I miss it? Mm. All right. Good question, because this is big. And so if that's you, just take a deep breath. Go ahead and relax. Trust in your desire. Relax into your imagination for that best life and believe the love. Believe the love that you have for yourself. Believe the love that creation uh, uh, poured out for you and just believe that. And then regardless of where you might be listening to this podcast today, wherever it is in the world you are, some of our friends in Edinburgh, Scotland, or up in the Highlands there in Scotland, some of our friends you might be listening, perhaps in uh, Montezuma or Montenegro, maybe down in Albania or Croatia or wherever in Europe, throughout the United States, West Coast, East Coast, Netherlands, wherever. Yeah. The life that you're experiencing right now, you may, you may be in the middle of some people at work, for example, that, that are ganging up on you. Okay, one, they see one jumps on, and so here come the rest of them. They're all piling on. Maybe you're financially strapped, okay? You're, not, you're having trouble making ends meet. Or maybe you're being challenged with some issue with your health, whatever it is. Have patience and be immovable in the gratitude of your expectant belief. Kinetic belief and patience are working together. Let's define what they are, and let's just let's start off with belief. First of all, we've got to understand that kinetic belief changes the physical world around us from the affirmations of our desires. So no affirmations, no belief. So if your belief level is low, it's only because your affirmation level is low. Mm, I like that. But if yes. your belief level is high, you're a crazy believer no trouble there. It's because your affirmation level is high. Mm. So kinetic belief comes from the affirmations of our gratitude. Wow. So if you're not affirming, affirming what it is that you've chosen to believe, that you've been journaling, life is going to be hard. If you are not rereading what you've been writing in your manifesting journal, if you're not living by the gratitude of your affirmations that I'm telling you your belief level for operating in life is going to be low. A kinetic believer that does not speak what they believe and doesn't act in alignment with what they are affirming and doesn't think by their affirmations and doesn't speak their affirmations, well, their belief level is already low, isn't it? And guess what? Life is going to be hard. No affirmations, no belief. No affirmations, no kinetic belief. Wow, that's such a powerful tool right there. Just something that you can write down, write it on your arm, whatever it takes, just to remember that when you have that sensation of your belief level being low, that's your quick go-to. Well, it seems so simple when we're talking about it like this, and, and it seems so simple when we write these things down. Mm. But what makes it difficult is life ain't going that way. <laughs> There's a contradiction around right. every corner. Um, in every office and on every phone call. Yeah. And you know, I, it's interesting. I've 
you hear it all the time, people saying, well, you need to put in the work. And that's not quite it, though, is it? Because this really isn't work, what you're describing. What you're describing is cultivating a focus, cultivating a very direct line of thought and speech and lifestyle around kinetic belief. So cultivating that focus. You've talked a lot about how kinetic belief living that way, it's it's a lot like tending to a garden and you want this garden to flourish. And so you're nurturing it, you're giving it the right food, you're giving it the right substance. And I feel like that really points to what you're describing for us today. The world has a stream of consciousness, doesn't it? Yes. And it's going in one direction and it's typically modified by the negative energetics of a common commonality of thought processes. Mm. And so you can see this this stream of consciousness heading in one direction while we are on purpose stirring up this desire to transcend that stream of consciousness and we put ourselves into this idea this imaginative canoe and we're going to go in the other direction and we have to intentionally paddle against that stream of consciousness day in and day out we're writing and constructing thought forms in our journals to continue the inertia the energetics of going in the other direction but what happens is if we relax into that we get caught up in that flow of energetics, yeah. and we stop the paddling. We stop our own efforts. We quit putting a work to our belief. Then we will just, by rote, begin being carried away by that stream of negative consciousness, and we end up in the same energetics that everyone else is swimming around in. And that's where that component of, of kinetic comes in because kinetic is that consistency. Right. It's the over and over and over again, being, being sort of relentless if you will, in this pursuit. That positive kinetic energetic has got itself induced. Mm. So it comes intentionally. So again, kinetic belief attracts from the gratitude of our affirmations. But now, please literally understand, if you don't know what to believe regarding the situation that the world is in right now, belief can't attract your expanding life, and life will be difficult. If you don't know what to think about something... Your belief will be corrupted by being double-minded by that um, current of the collective consciousness and the power of kinetic energy can't come. So kinetic belief is a practical expression of your confidence that you have in manifesting and in the gratitude of your affirmations. Mm. A practical expression of your confidence That's what kinetic belief is. So reasonings are after your confidence, like we were talking about yesterday. As soon as you start building yourself up in confidence, you know what you want, you've imagined it, you've desired it, you're grateful for it, and you're putting a work to it, and all of these things are beginning to work for you. Reasonings are going to show up to come after your confidence. Reasonings will use everything they can possibly think of to cause your confidence to become weak. Well, Steve, I just don't see that happening in my life. Well, just hold on, because it will. As soon as you start working on your confidence level, then those reasonings are going to come in there to debate you over the necessity of you living your best life. Well, who do you think you are after all? Don't you remember all? Don't you remember what Ned and them told you about your inability to be successful? How you'll never make it to college, how you will do this or won't do that, any of those things that you've identified with. I love that you're describing 
these ways of the, the way of living, what we're focusing on as as almost two completely separate systems of, of living. You know, you have this negative source energy. Hey, it's been established for millennia, even you could say, that's trying to affect you and it's trying to sort of run you over in life. Um, and then you have the, the way of living that's kinetic belief. And I love this idea that we can operate in the system of kinetic belief only if we choose to. We can completely remove ourselves and and grow into that. And that is the key. It, it the life of a the lifestyle of a kinetic believer only comes by choice. Mm-hmm. The default doesn't require the choice. However, the choice is still made by giving into the default by yeah. saying I'm a I'm a victim of circumstances. I'm a victim of the way I was raised, the way that you know what I have to do to earn a living. Well isn't that so like the ego to just want to walk around going, I have the monopoly on pain and suffering. Right. Look at me. No, Look you have me. no idea how bad you know I mean that's oh it just sucks you into that victim mentality. So this is absolutely the antidote to to all of that. It's done on purpose. It's like um I don't I wouldn't say her name anyway, but a young lady, she's a bodybuilder and she, she's been reaching out to us recently and she's developing this extraordinary physical feat through the power of kinetic belief because she's doing this on purpose. And you understand that, you know what, the substance of reasonings, they don't want you, it doesn't want you to have confidence in what you know you should have. And so you can look at it like if it's, it's own life force and it's there to, to come against you and against what you would choose to desire on purpose. And so reasonings have the world uh, looking more frightening, looking like it's more threatening than the ability of your kinetic belief to transcend above those reasonings. That you should be afraid of the opposition. You should be afraid of the person that says you can't or get back in line or who do you think you are or don't forget the bad doctor's report. You can't, you know, I know you want to be healed, but look at this doctor's report. After all, this was a PhD that wrote this. Mm. No, the substance of reasonings don't want you to have any confidence in that. And so if you don't know any better, then you're going to have confidence go down because you're listening to the wrong words and you're, well, you're watching the wrong images like we were talking about the other day. And you're hanging around the wrong things. Listen, if the reasonings can destroy your confidence in your desires, then belief will not be energized because belief is a practical expression of your confidence that you have in your purpose and in your light. And your light and your affirmations, well, those are one and the same. Those are the, that's the same thing. Look at your affirmations as the light that you're emitting into this world. There's power in your affirmations. And if you want to turn your light on and to do it brightly, then affirm your purpose, affirm, put words to your belief and your expectations. And that's just like turning the light bulb on where there can be no uh, turning of an adversary coming against you. And your light and your affirmations, look at them as being the exact same thing. And I'm telling you that if you will express your confidence in your affirmations and give the authoritative power of kinetic belief the opportunity to prove to you Mm -hmm. its ability to transport you 
So that's that then becomes what your belief is. You see, belief, it's a practical expression of confidence that you have in the gratitude of your desires. This is so cool, this concept of, you know, when when that stream of negativity from, from the, uh, the worldly system, the way that everybody else seems to be doing things, it almost feels like a sense of darkness that that's trying to take over your life. You know, you can feel it. You can sense the heaviness. You can sense the darkness. And so this this visual of of your affirmations flipping a light on, moving the darkness out immediately. It just again, it gives you so much hope in the moment that you're mm-hmm. just instantly changing your feelings, your situation, the way that you're seeing your perspective. I mean, this is. It makes me think of you know when you. When he says videos of a chiropractor adjusting someone, <laughs> it's like so fast and <laughs> it looks very intense. They don't give but, you a chance to say no. But that's what, that's <laughs> I don't want to do this. Right. No, but that's what makes me think of like what these affirmations are doing. I just see someone getting their neck jerked around. You're like, no, just it just fixes it instantly, you know? <laughs> well, it, that's so true because think about it. Do nothing. Sit yeah. down and do nothing. Eventually, the lights go out in the house. The vines start to creep up the walls. Yeah. In come the bugs, yeah. out go the whatever. Decay is the, the, the default. It's the default. Yeah. Such is the way of life without the effort of kinetic belief. So this is, and that's oh, that's so beautiful, Steve, because really that's what we're doing. You're cleaning your house. That's what this is. That's what this lifestyle is. You're you're keeping everything up and organized and, and, and demonstrating your belief in the same way that you keep your life going and moving and not allowing decay to set in. We keep our life going and moving by affirming our light. Mm. Wow. Belief and your affirmations, you can't have kinetic belief without having the language of your expectations. Now, patience has been strongly misrepresented. Patience has been built up, you know, as, as and misrepresented as tolerance. I'm going to put up with it. Aren't I patient? Huh. I just, I took it. And I didn't say a word. And I put up with, I tolerated you because after all, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a patient person, Megan. No, patience has been defined in the world as just putting up with. And the world says, the world's system says that we have great patience because we just put up with the same old, same old. We accept the things as they are because, you know, we do believe after all, it just is what it is. So I can tolerate it. And that is not what creative patience is. That's not what we're talking about. Creative patience is not putting up with something. Creative patience is not having tolerance for something. I used to hear people say, well, I was uh, really patient in, in a lot of traffic today. I had a lot of patience out there. You should have seen me. I've been working on this. I, I'm, a, I'm a journal. I'm a kinetic believer. In other words, what they're saying is I put up with it. I tolerated it. That's not what creative patience is. (laughs) Creative patience means consistently, constantly the same. Creative patience doesn't change. It's got nothing to do with how much traffic there is or is not. Creative patience is an endurance that just stays the same, regardless of the conditions, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what's going on in the world around you, regardless of what they're saying, the good reports, the bad reports, no reports. It has nothing to do with it. Creative patience stays the same 
Before you get in traffic, it's the same. While you're in the traffic, it's the same. It's the same when the traffic gets worse. Creative patience is the same when you come out of the traffic. Creative patience doesn't change. Wow, what a powerful concept to overlay with our beliefs, this idea that that we don't just need to engage in patience when something shows up to, to affront our belief. But we're patient all the time. We are we are consistently immovable it's through trans- the process. It's transcending the egoist state of being where you're identifying with traffic. You're identifying with a long line. You're identifying with no traffic. So now I'm, I am eagerly on my way because I don't have to practice patience. It's none of that. We are that we are. I am that I am. I am the essence of life and light and love. I am. I'm not in a hurry. I don't worry or doubt or fear. Therefore, I never have to wait or not wait. I just am. This seems to directly connect with what you're always saying, which is if you're willing to stand forever for something, for something you're believing for, you will never have to stand for long. Time has nothing to do with it, right? Right. Yeah. So now in order for belief to be ignited by the power of kinetic attracting energy to be able to accomplish its work, after all, we're in the business of attracting, right? Mm -hmm. It requires an attitude of creative patience continuously as a way of life to keep it in the field long enough to get the job done. Now, what I'm about to tell you, uh, this always ruffles a few power, positive thinking feathers. I'll just say it like that. But you see, the problem with most self self, um, uh, motivators is they get emotionally stirred up. Okay, there's the pep rally. And then we're jumping up and down. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I just took a bite out of the armchair, uh, uh, the <laughs> arm on this chair. <laughs> I, I'm, don't get too close. I might slap you. I'm so happy. Okay. And they get their game face on with the game plan in hand. And then they hang on to it for a little while. And they, they got this short burst of I can do anything kind of belief. But without creative patience, You see, belief can't stay out there long enough to finish the work of attracting the substance of belief to get the job done. Wow. And so here's what happens. And and I'm just going to lay this out for you because trouble, see, trouble, because we're in this world, right? Trouble is going to come. And if you don't know what to do, life is going to be difficult. Most of you know that by now. Trouble is going to come. People are going to... Uh, negatively judge you and the persecution of that negative judgment, it's going to come. It's going to show up. Mess happens, right? Mm-hmm. Mess happens. That doesn't, it, it, it doesn't stop when you just have determined to live out the mission within your soul and to light up your best life through affirmations. And I'm a kinetic believer and I'm, I'm Will Ferrell fist pumping it. And I've got all of my kinetic belief modalities on. No, in fact, um, if that's the case, then mess will have increased around you because now you've got something that is a contradiction to reasonings, you see. Right. There's some friction. There's some friction because your light is beginning to push. Your light is beginning to prune. And now listen to me, because if the reasonings are not messing with you, it's because you don't have anything that contradicts the ego of those reasonings. You're not a threat to mediocrity if reasonings are not messing with you. So I'm telling you that hard things are going to show up around you, but I'm trying to get you to not be tangled up with the difficult stuff, you see. 
but rather we should be we we should be Megan we should be trouble for our trouble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. And and it's it's troubling to the pragmatic world of thought forms when a kinetic believer knows how to respond to threats of say for example a pandemic. Because it's through their challenges and through the reasonings that kinetic believers employ gratitude and the creative patience that's always working. And people are going to, they're going to look at you and say, well, you, you really are peculiar. You must not be watching the right news channel because you're not as stirred up and angry and upset as I am. Well, now, how does this work? The trouble comes, the judgment comes, the threat comes. All right, now for a KB, the first thing that we do, the first thing that we do when the trouble comes, and if you don't do this, this could probably explain why you may not have been able to conquer trouble in your life. But the first thing that we do uh, when trouble comes, watch this, go get our journal. (laughs) We go and we get our manifesting journals. That's the first thing that we do is we go to our self-imposed articles of faith, our manifesting journals. Why do we do this? You know, most people, when I ask, why do you go to get your journal first? They really don't know how to answer that. So their inability to explain it proves that they have no idea why they should go to their journal first. And if they don't have one, they don't even understand why they should be getting one to create one. Why do we go to our journals? We go to the journal to stir up our identity. We go to the journal so that we can get our resolve. We go to the journal to get the equipment that we're going to use in the fight. And that's where most people miss this, Meg. This is as unique um, as, as to the KBer, to the kinetic believer, as it can possibly be. This is a way of life. We are... All of us are one-of-a-kind human beings. We've got to know how to respond when an attack comes against us so that we don't identify with it. And we remain enlightened and transcended above that. We cannot respond the way the attack will provoke us to respond. Remember, like-kind attracts like-kind energetically. A negative energy tries to get you to conform to that negative thing. And so we don't just sit there and say, well, you know, I'm at peace and you can just do whatever you want to do to me. The universe is going to help me out after all. Stephen said the trouble is going to come, but it's going to be over in a little while because, you know, the universe is in control. No, I didn't say that. The universe has its part. God has a part, but we have our part like we talk about. You got 50% of the equation that you're supposed to be working. In other words, you have authority. And if you don't know how to exercise your authority, you will be defeated when trouble comes. Look, when when you go to the doctor uh, for an annual checkup, the doctor says you have cancer. All right, now at this point, as a kinetic believer, you've got to know what to do. And the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to my journal What am I going, why am I doing that? Why am I going to the journal? It's so I can get stirred up in my imagination and my desire and my gratitude and my affirmations of belief. And, And I am going to determine how to act regarding healing because I have dominion. I have final authority in this earth as to what or will or will not become of me. 
And I'm going to fight cancer with the power of kinetic belief for healing. And I'm going to make sure that I'm not weak in any of the five kinetic belief modalities that I'm going to use in this great fight. I mean, this is how KBs do it. And now if you're religious and, and you're too lazy to do this, you probably won't have any victory in your life. And you're going to be hoping and praying and hoping that somebody else is praying for you. But for kinetic believers that want to get results, the first thing we do at the confrontation of trouble, as soon as life looks in our direction with some kind of hardness, the first thing that we do is we go and we get our ammunition. We get stirred up in the immutable power of love and we get our kinetic belief on and we get our ammo, we get our journals, and we get the gratitude of our affirmations because we're going to use all of this in this fight. If trouble comes financially, uh, if life becomes hard monetarily for you, then stir up what you're, you will not accept anything less than. This is, this is where I am. This is my value, and I don't live by what I see in my bank account. I am wealth, you see. And, and write that down. And if trouble comes with your children, what, it, what is your powerfully positive expectation where that trouble is concerned? Write it down. Because it's, it's the, the other. It's the contradiction. So we have to stir that up. And whatever the trouble is, the, res, the first response of a kinetic believer the first response is, I go and I get my journal. You know, you're not just giving us answers to these questions today, but you're also revealing the, the power that we have if we know what to do ahead of time in these critical life-altering moments. So somebody, a doctor, does tell you that you have cancer, knowing what to do in that moment, not having to backtrack and figure it out is incredibly powerful because this is a moment of fear is sort of just sitting there waiting to grip you. These negative energetics are waiting to come in and to sort of pounce. And so I love how you're illuminating for us today, this idea that, look, just just even having the answers in your pocket ready to go, it, it, it's going to give you this, this huge boost, this huge leg up in having victory all the time. Well, that's, that's a great point, Megan. It's always the response, isn't it? Because let's say, like we're talking about, you get the bad report. And immediately we are faced with respond. Yeah. There is the, the mental uh, construct of the sense to respond. So now the, question, yeah. the, now the question is... What am I going to respond to? Am I going to respond to the negative report? Or am I going to respond to my expectations for my best life? Yes. Because that's going to determine the path that you're going to take, either indefinitely or for a short period of time while you get your, your creative patience back on and you turn that response off to the negative report and turn it on to your best expectation. Because there is a, an energetic response that's going to determine the, the next thing that happens to you mm -hmm. according to your 50% of the equation, wow. which is how do I respond? Yes. You know, and we're saying that this is what I'm going to use to fight cancer. This is what I'm going to use in this fight against a pandemic. Now, if, if the doctor told you that you have cancer and, and you don't go to your journal, and you don't know what, what to expect, and you don't have the present tense gratitude for healing, for example, and you're just hoping that something might happen, 
well, you're most likely going to die, and we're just going to bury you. Because, listen, nothing just happens. Nothing. The first thing we do if we're a kinetic believer is we fall in love with our best life. And this is what people who aren't conformed to the world are supposed to be doing. But this is not what we've been doing. Trouble comes and we just say, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? No, we know that our Creator has a part and we have our part. Your journaled highest viewpoints for living your best life, mind, body, spirit, and soul are the words that you use when somebody says... How are you doing? These are the words that you speak. These are the words that you make songs around. These are the words that you look at. These are the words that you put on your refrigerator. You put these words on the dashboard of your car. You put the words on your desk. These are the words that you keep in your mind. And you're going to meditate and you're going to keep these words until peace spills out of your spirit and it affects your soul. Your words are alive. You are the final authority for the experiences, for your destiny. Your kinetic belief will absolutely change your life if you will stir it up and remain determined to do this as a way of life. You know, Nicholas Sparks wrote in his novel, The Notebook, he said that, uh, I am nothing special of this, I am sure. I'm a common man with common thoughts, and I've led a common life. There are no moments where there have been monuments dedicated to me, and my name will soon be forgotten. But I've loved another with all my heart and soul. And to me, this has always been enough. We don't live by the estimations of the world, folks. In the world, you see, we are nothing special. Why? Because for us, it is more than enough to always love with all of our hearts and souls. Well, let's work on some highest viewpoints. Okay, let's do it. You want to lead us? (laughs) This is all you, Steve. (laughs) Just say this, I am, therefore I am. I am, therefore I am. I am health. I am health. I am wealth. I am wealth. I am joy. I am joy. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am peace. I am peace. I am prosperous. I am prosperous. And today, and today, right now, right now, I am living. I am living my best life. My best life. Wow, life doesn't have to be so hard, and you weren't kidding. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the love and wisdom today, Steve. This was an exceptionally powerful podcast. And please check out all of the resources at stephencanyon.com. And like Steve said, follow him on Instagram. That's where we're posting most of our social media. So that's where we're all getting together and commenting and meeting other kinetic believers as well. And Meg and I are sending out so much love and light to all you KB Mm. creatives all around the world. Yes. Thanks, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.